Hello, I'm Jess Mahler, and welcome back to A Griffin's Tales. This week is the finale of First Came Trust. This podcast will be continuing, but if you are listening through RSS or an app, there will be a month-long hiatus. Future stories are going first on my website for early access and will later be released publicly. However you listen, thank you for letting me share my stories with you. Now, here's the finale of First Came Trust. Long minutes after Abdal rode ahead, Lila was still reeling from air revelation. Revelations? That Abdal was also a monster. That there were more of them. That Lady Bithania knew enough that Abdal would release Erbeast where Bithania could see. That Erbeast was no uncontrolled monster. That while wearing the face of the beast, Abdal could talk normally and recognize Lila and... Bithania cleared her throat. I know you need time to recover, pledged. But I need to learn about you before we get home. Lady? Lila asked. I was rash in accepting your pledge, Lila, Bethania said. I still believe I did the right thing, but I also know you didn't intend to pledge, and I didn't... don't know anything about you to know if I could trust your pledge. Bethania spoke plainly, but her tone and stiff stance on her horse betrayed her nervousness, her uncertainty. Lady Bethania, I... If you hadn't taken my pledge, as you call it, I would have acted rashly myself. I am glad that you took my pledge and gave me a chance. Bethania nodded and started to speak, then stopped. I didn't know quite what to say. Lila kept turning the lady's words over in thought. It took him some time to work through things, because Lila had been so focused on her own fears and hurts. So much had happened in so short a time that A had no time to even recognize half the things A felt, never mind deal with them. In truth, Lila was still focused on our own fears and hurts, and among the least of those fears, though A had the awareness to recognize that it would later loom very large indeed, was Bethania. Lila wanted Bethania to be trustworthy, but that didn't mean A was right to trust. Still, as Lila turned over Bethania's words, A realized A wasn't the only one who feared. True, trusting Bethania, especially after the lady had tricked Lila's pledge from M was a risk. But Bethania had given Lila many signs that A was trustworthy. From saving three strangers to the proven truths A had already given Lila. Bethania? Lila reached a hand toward the noble. Bethania reached back and took her hand. I didn't know what I was asking when I begged you to take my life. Sherzad, still laying quietly, bit back a gasp and squeezed tears out of her eyes. I have learned, not just what it meant for me, but what risk you were taking yourself. You saved my family. You've given me hope that I can be saved. My life is yours, lady. I screw up as much as the next person, but I will do everything I can to be worthy of your trust. Bethania urged their horse closer and raised Lila's hand to her lips. Thank you, my pledge. In that moment, their eyes met over the back of Lila's hand. 
Awareness flashed between them. Awareness of attraction, of what a pledge could be if they wished it, of desire and hope, of curved lips and necklines and futures that were not to be feared but sought and embraced and loved. And then Bethania's horse stumbled and the moment was broken. They glanced at each other, then laughed. There would be time for all that was not yet said. And Lila said the one thing that needed to be said then. I am called He. Bethania's smile lit up the night, and they journeyed on, first home and then onward through their lives together, never forgetting that first came trust. A week later they crossed the border into Alul. One of the pack members had run ahead to bring word, so some of the pack was waiting for them at the border. They waited in human skins as Lila had not yet told their siblings the full truth. By then Dalma had had time and more time to interrogate Lady Bethania. Lila tried to disrupt whenever possible, and Sherzad, to Dalma's dismay, refused to participate. Bethania, knowing that Lila had not revealed their truth to her siblings, was careful in what he said, and Dalma came away each time unsatisfied. Dalma could not deny that Lila seemed not only satisfied with this pledge thing, but to enjoy nobility Bethania's company. So eventually Dalma agreed to adopt Sherzad's wait-and-see attitude. Dalma was beginning to suspect that Sherzad too, was keeping secrets. Lila felt the beast within him quiet as soon as they saw the gathered strangers. Several dozen in all. Not the full pack, for they knew better than to overwhelm a new cub. They sat or stood or sprawled by the road. Abdal dismounted, giving air reins to another, and ran ahead to greet them, to fill their senses with the comfort of home and pack and belonging that Abdal had been denied too long. Others of the pack that Lila had only started to know ran with them. Lila was riding by then several days out of the wagon and mounted next to Bethania. Bethania looked a question at him, and Lila nodded. Bethania called a halt, and Lila slid out of the sandal, handing Bethania air reins. Lila glanced toward her siblings, and Bethania said, Go meet the pack, then come talk. I think the time for secrets has passed. Lila nodded, walked slowly out to meet the strangers. Dalma called out to them, but Sherzad, tense and fearful and somehow knowing what this was, laid a hand on Dalma's arm and shook her head. Dalma glared at Sherzad, but subsided. Some of the pack, seeing Lila's slow approach, started to run to him, but Abdal and the others who knew Lila held them back, allowing Lila to approach in her own time. The closer Lila got, the slower her steps became. A had expected to be afraid, meeting so many strangers who were also beasts. To our surprise, it was shyness that held him back, made it hard for him to look at those who waited eagerly to meet him. A finally came to a stop a few steps away from the waiting pack. Tension mounted as Lila and the pack and those watching all waited, not knowing who should move or what would happen next. Finally, one of the pack stepped out from the group an old woman with thin white hair. Her steps were the careful movements of one who suffers aching joints, especially after travel. 
A smiled and held a hand out to Lila. Welcome, cub, A said. I am Elder Aisha, one of the leaders of this pack. I cannot tell you how pleased we are that you have been able to join us. Thank you, Lila said quietly. I know you have been through much, Elder Aisha said, and have no reason to trust us. I ask you to give us a chance. We are not what you have been told, and we can help if you let us. Lila hesitated a moment, then took the offered hand. I trust Bithania and Abdal, and they trust you. Aisha squeezed her hand and led Em into the group. For the first time the beast within Lila relaxed, and suddenly Lila was at peace and content in a way A never had experienced before. Welcome home, Lila, Abdal said, and Elder Aisha echoed, Welcome home. Lila looked back over her shoulder to Bethania and said, Thank you. The end first came trust. Thank you again for joining me and letting me share this story with you. I hope you'll join me next time for the beginning of Bound by His Oath.